0: You're listening to the Can't Sell This podcast, dedicated to projects past that never saw the light of day. With your hosts, Hugh Elliott and Stefan Grambart. This would be the
1: third episode of Can't Sell This. I am your host, one of your hosts, Hugh Elliott.
0: And I am your other host, Stefan (laughs) Grambart.
1: It occurs to me that when I wrote the voiceover audio for, or the voiceover script for um, my friend Jeff, Jeffrey Wright was the one who recorded the intro that we use he, uh, my note was Stefan
0: yeah, you know, the funny thing is that um, when I re-listened to my audio recording of me saying my own name, I said Stefan
1: yeah, so, so that's I my think... fault or your fault?
0: no, no. I, it, Stefan is great Stephan, I like Stefan. It sounds okay. sounds
1: good. Well, I, I want to just at this point because now we've we'll have used his intro three times is to thank Jeff for the effort, and uh, hey guy, you're gonna record it again <laughs> with, with a pronunciation that no makes, way no let's keep Stephan. Okay. I'm we're gonna, gonna keep, keep Stephan as long cause... as it's not
0: S- Stefan, right? The the uh, Saturday Night Live character because fuck, I get that a lot.
1: It's not that but Graham Ooh. Bart is correct
0: yeah oh yeah that's mm-hmm. the one that, that people always want to pronounce Grand
1: oh well when you're from Ottawa right Uh-oh. all the yeah. French Canadians yeah. tend to oh hello and then I also want to uh, give a thanks to Not Of the band that allowed us to use their song uh, from their album Peak from yes. 2015 they have an album coming out like in, in a couple of weeks so I'm I'm pretty stoked about that I'll be seeing their live show in Hamilton uh, on August tenth, twenty eighteen. In case you are listening to this in a couple of years, going, oh, I missed it.
0: <laughs> you can imagine how great the show was. That it's bound. Mentioned.
1: It's bound to be. I'll, I'll talk about it at some point and just be like, oh god, it was amazing. So much, so much energy. Which, of course, is the name of the track. Anyways, uh, now that we're we've done our due diligence in thanking people for doing stuff for free. <laughs> like we should get into it. Maybe so. <laughs> I just like the sound of the the car the, revving past and the drink clinking. It was, it's, very, um, yeah. it's very Rat Pack. Very Dean yeah. Martin, you know?
0: I think our audience can imagine that we're sitting uh, in like a, uh, a street side uh, bar in a Vegas uh, casino. Mm-hmm. Except I'm actually on vacation,
1: and I'm on an island. Uh, and on, I'm <laughs> in your bedroom, recording
0: this from my bedroom. <laughs> we
1: had a, a bit of a scare today, where we came out from. We were having dinner at another cottage, and uh, we're on an island on Lake Nipissing, which is northern Ontario. And um, there's a lot of smoke in the air, and we thought, well, somebody's, oh. somebody's burning a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of timber which you don't really do on a, an island, especially one that's half crown land. Um, you have campfire. You don't have campfires. You have cottages that have stoves. So mm-hmm. we looked it up, and apparently there are like 30 fires going on uh, in um, North of here somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean we're on no
0: evacuations, though.
1: Yeah, no. Well not from our island anyways. I mean there they are apparently there were evacuation orders but it's all been uh, sorted out now. I, I I don't really know. But the the smoke travels really far. We thought our island was on fire but apparently not. Otherwise we, I wouldn't be like hey man we should do the podcast. <laughs> you're literally sitting you're like the,
0: the this is fine dog Just sitting around. Little... <laughs> yeah. This is fine. That coughing is because of Smoke inhalation. <laughs> I'm okay. You can do it, Hugh.
1: Take one for the team. T- tell me a funny story, Stefan.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm all out of funny stories. I'm in my bedroom.
1: Oh, that's where all the funny stories have started. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. That was right. that was below the belt.
1: <laughs> so,
0: so let me tell you a funny story. I I, I apologize
1: for going that direction but yes i no, want to hear your no no
0: i got a good i got a good you don't have to apologize for dumb jokes dumb jokes are good jokes
1: i don't see how that was dumb i think it was highly <laughs> <intense>. <laughs> highbrow,
0: highbrow anyway. uh, um so i'm, I'm going to tell a little story about uh a, a little concept i came up with yes not necessarily for a particular story or for anything that i would normally want to tell as a fun story but um in my job uh, in advertising, when, um, let's see, what can we call this brand? All right, they're a salad dressing company <laughs> and they're called Secret Farm.
1: Okay. I All like right? it. It's I a like Secret it. Farm. Okay.
0: Uh, Secret Farm. Okay. Secret Farm, they're a number one brand of ranch dressing in Paraguay. Really, Paraguay? No, I just didn't... Oh. I'm I'm making up some facts here so that the real people are innocent and won't be harmed in the making of this podcast.
1: Names have been withheld for the protection of the innocent.
0: Yeah. Except so,
1: they're a multinational so, corporation. Who
0: do, they deserve no <laughs> protection. Yeah,
1: That's exactly. okay. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. So, Secret Farm so in Paraguay, the, so, ranch dressing. So,
0: Secret Farm. Secret Farm. They make ranch dressing, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the company that I was working at, uh, they came to us, and they said, listen, so, here's the deal. We are the, the number one ranch dressing in Paraguay. If you go to any, like, I guess I should back this up, when you go to the grocery store, and you're looking at produce uh, yes. there's really a there's a hierarchy to where things are placed on the shelf so if it's at eye level it's a top tier item it's something I that's honestly had
1: no idea that was true but that's amazing yeah, no,
0: this is hardcore and the further down you go um the the less popular your item is because they just like nobody bends down to pick up a bottle of ranch dressing they go for the stuff that's at eye level
1: wow yeah. So but little so, known little um, known fact that I, I stocked shelves in a grocery store. I was a night stalker. So I'd, wait, not I stocked shelves <laughs> on
0: the night shift. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I want to hear this story now. You you literally like were following shelves? No, from, no. And finding no. out where they live. I and showed up
1: and and uh, and there's had like a, a shelf box and it's <laughs>
0: I worked in a grocery
1: store. I stocked shelves. This is not the story. This is not the story. No. I just. I. I. Even having done that, nobody said, "Hey, by the way, the shit at eye level is, is as primo shit." <laughs> you know? Interesting. Like those chips that you're putting up, man. Those are so. There's a reason that would
0: add an amazing wrinkle to this because that would mean, like, if if Secret Farm uh, believed this to be true, and maybe it is true in in, in Paraguay, but. Um, it maybe it has there's no relevance to that fact in canada and they've been like we're trying to get onto that eye level shelf and we just can't seem to do it because like some stock guy is like oh whatever i'll put this secret farm stuff down with the ball. Um,
1: i mean we we you know we were told where to put stuff we didn't just we weren't higgledy-piggledy you know we we put stuff where we we're supposed to put it but oh okay you know hostess was hostess and lays was lays and Right, Humpty Dumpty was <laughs> on the bottom.
0: <laughs> so, so I'm going through all the trouble of coming up with like fake code names, and you're just gonna go out there and tell the whole world the brands that you were were stocking.
1: I was a, I worked at a grocery store, like I literally could just <laughs> rattle off brand names. It's not gonna change their day. I wasn't working for them. It is.
0: I, this is this is corporate espionage. It's at, not at its most nefarious. It's right really now. not. No, okay. I
1: was 15 or 16. Like, it, there's no. <laughs> Why was I working a night shift at 15 is the question. I don't know. I find That's it hard to believe. Labor. Let me think about this. It, you know what? No, this is an aside that it doesn't need to ha- I worked a lot of night shifts as a as a, as a teenager. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's like a... It's like a I just realized I'm like Tyler Durden. You, or you've something. had a revelation <laughs> okay. that that you were taking advantage Entirely of. Really, unrelated your to your. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you're going to have to go through years of therapy. I'm now. sorry,
1: my bad. Okay, let's. I want to hear about Paraguayan <laughs> and secret sauce, secret, secret farms. farms, secret farms. So,
0: secret farm. They they just like they they're tired of being. I think it was like third tier. They were they were down there. They weren't the, the top brand. They wanted to be the top brand in, in for ranch dressing in the states. No,
1: in Canada. Oh, in Canada. Canada. Okay, because yeah. in Paraguay they were number one. They're like in oh. number
0: one. They were yeah in Paraguay. Is that? Um, but not Paraguay. Listen, I'm, but not Paraguay.
1: Okay, I have got vacation yeah. brain. I'm, I'm really trying to pay attention.
0: The, <laughs> the two facts <laughs> that have been altered are Paraguay and secret farm
1: farm. farm.
0: So, so secret farm. Like should uh, I guess? So, the, so they say. So here's the thing. We've had this down home country image. Forever. It's kind of our thing. Their logo is like a barn with uh, like old timey sort of like frame around it and sunshine. Jesus, and... I feel like you're just giving it yeah. away. I probably am. Be like someone's going to Google this and be like, I, I know is what a, Secret It's Farm's an old timey
1: crop duster. <laughs> I just changed the
0: logo. <laughs> Look, yeah, can't sell it's this. Too it's too late. Not, I've already said what it was. Can't, you can't sell this. Is Change not responsible
1: it. for any copyright material of anybody yeah. else's that they did not explicitly give us permission Listen, to use.
0: I'm pretty sure I just described the most generic down home country logo that I possibly could have. Like okay. I'm pretty sure that's, that's the fine. logo for the traveling Wilburys.
1: <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Aren't all of them dead?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: I actually, I think all of them are. But oh. a guy I know has a cover band called the Traveling Wilburys, and they are they they are the top tier Traveling Wilburys <laughs> cover band. In Paraguay? No, no, in uh, nope. like Toronto, <laughs> oh, nice. Eastern Toronto
0: or whatever. I don't know. Do they have a lot of competition uh,
1: for that title? I mean, I would I don't know. I would assume not. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> All right, but so I digress that, man, again. <laughs> yeah, um, man, I, I, we haven't even gotten into it yet. So, so they have this down home country image, and they came to us and said, "We want to change things up. We want to we want to shake things up hardcore and do something very different. We want to attract um, younger customers. We don't want to be seen as this old-time, old time, uh, old fashioned." Uh, ranch dressing. We want to be hip, and we want to be cool, and we want to we want to you know get get our target so that we can get on that eye level shelf, right? And we're like, all right, cool. So so you're you're like up to doing something that's a little bit more modern. You're up to doing something that's a little bit different, something that's going to get your 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 brand some attention. And They're at like, this yes, point, absolutely. are you
1: their age target? Like, are you their target market um, range?
0: Yeah, I guess I'd like at the. T- I was at the top end of it, right? But still I, there. I think I was like in my. They're looking yeah, at you going. I'm still there.
1: Would you buy our ranch dressing if? And now, you're like, if you took my I, idea, yeah.
0: Yeah, so my whole thing has always been. I mean, this to me was at, at the point I, I was like in my mid 30s at this point, and where I was at for my career in advertising was I was tired of the same old. Same old. Like mm-hmm. a lot of what I was doing under the banner of, uh, no, no pun intended, uh, under the banner of digital advertising was making a lot of banner ads. Right. Or making, you know, like contest websites where, you know, you, you buy a package and there's like a, a, a SKU number and you, you put it in on a website and you might win a coupon sent to you in the mail. Like just stuff like that. Like right, I just right. felt like this is all sort of like old school. No one's really doing anything interesting with this. There are other companies who are doing really interesting ads, but um, the clients that I was working with uh, were very much sort of set in their ways. There wasn't a lot of risk-taking. So when this happened, I was like, perfect. Somebody who wants to take a risk, somebody who's interested in trying something different because they want to see results. Sure. So uh, I've always been sort of an advocate for uh, advertising through entertainment. Uh, advertising through storytelling. Uh, if you give someone a video that they'll share with their friend, they don't, you know, as long as it's good, uh, you know, the brand, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Really. Of course. Uh, and I guess what I mean by that is, is not, not in a negative way, but in a like, this was a really funny video. I really like it. I'll share it with my friend. I'm not sharing it with them because it's an ad for Margarine. I'm sharing it with them because it's a good ad.
1: Cleverness is worth sharing. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah,
0: so so I pitched them because of their name, Secret Farm, on this idea of a series of uh, web shorts as the primary sort of um, uh, part of the campaign, and then there'd be a lot of like sort of supporting materials. And the idea was um, that there would be two government agents. And I kind of modeled this after... a more than kind of modeled this after the X-Files. Only I kind of switched the roles. So you had the veteran female agent... Um, who believed in this place... That is like a, an Area 51 sort of analog... Called the Secret Farm. Okay. And then you had her sort of more insecure... Uh, junior partner. Male. Uh, and... I'm not sure if he would ever be one of our audience members, but just in case he is, it was uh, Michael the Juice Gwajewski I had in mind for this.
1: I don't know who that Uh, is.
0: uh, He's, if anyone out there is a big fan of the Canadian Improv Games, I was involved with them for a long time, and Uh. Michael the Juice Gwajewski became one of the um, main sort of organizers and, and hosts.
1: Oh, well, that's good. You mean a, he could a, he could carry off the character. It's not like he's, oh, yeah, absolutely. Not like he's, a he's an actor dude. You're like,
0: he's he, done he's done like um casino rama ads and stuff like that. So. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So I was like, this is a guy like like he's just like a he he looked the part, he, he's played that sort of confused character before, so I thought he'd be great for this.
1: Right. right. You're not calling him confused
0: or being insulted. No, no. Him. He knows exactly what he's doing when he's acting confused. Well,
1: that's good. That's supposed to me. I'm constantly confused and and people are just "Oh, he, poor Hugh." Yeah, poor you Hugh.
0: you just tell people you're acting so that they they think, "Oh, he's really smart." He just acts confused mm. for his, the
1: confused. Yeah, guy. yeah. I'm the low hanging fruit of the
0: joke the
1: <laughs> joke tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: you do know that jokes don't actually grow on trees. I
1: don't know. I, I'm oh, not boy. sure. I'm not sure. Oh, Hugh! Yeah. Oh no. See? no! No no no! Okay. That's what I'm saying.
0: Um, so Michael oh, the I'm Juice Yeah, Michael the Juice. Kuduski. Would have been so the idea was perfect
1: for the the Scully like, fake Scully,
0: yeah the the, the 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 role reversal, Molder, or or sex swapped Scully. Uh, yeah, but yes, yeah, so the idea was they would do things like um, like one of the one of the ones that I sort of storyboarded was them sort of like just trudging through the woods, and uh, uh, Mike's character. I think I named Sean is like getting worried because it's getting dark, and they didn't bring any camping gear, and they're just like in their sort of like FBI suits, and uh, Angela was the uh, was the other character, and, she, and she's she's you know like saying no, we gotta you gotta push forward. I know we're close. It's around here somewhere. Um, and what I was gonna do was build their down home country barn logo uh, as like a miniature set. Uh, and then have like a a, like a like a super cheesy uh, ufo on a string sort of hanging above it but the idea was there would always be like this farmer in the overalls um sort of standing in front of that um either as a cg or as a as a model and say he just says it it's just good ranch (laughs) so there's no mystery about the secret farm it's just good ranch it's just good ranch um and, so, and then the whole idea would be that, that the campaign would follow these two characters as as um, Angela becomes more and more obsessed with the secret farm and trying to find it, and uh, and Sean gets more worried about his career and, <laughs> and uh, well-being as Angela keeps getting him into more and more dangerous situations. But um, they're
1: entirely unrelated because this ranch is actually easy to find.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of the idea, is that, that um, play on the fact that their brand didn't have a lot of recognition in Canada, but right. it's really good. So it, it does have that sort of um, air of secrecy. So there is something to what, uh, what what you know, Angela, the character, is sniffing out, that there's something about this ranch dressing.
1: It's like any time um, someone, someone finds a new product and they're like, oh my God, have you tried these? spicy yeah. pickled beans and you're like exactly spicy pickled beans tell me more you know
0: yeah and here you have a character who's saying there's something about this this place there's something <laughs> in, which is, is anal- analogous to the product right so she's really saying there's something about this product oh and my god I gotta find it I gotta find more so what if it but was then... like
1: what if it was like 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 the reason that she's doing it is that so many of her friends are telling her about this ranch dressing. Finger, finger <laughs> she's part, just getting more she's just getting more and more upset because why haven't I seen this dressing? I'm the FBI agent or whatever. Like I'm Cecus undercover. Like yeah. why why don't I know about it? But all of her friends who are like, Oh my god, okay, so listen, I just gotta stop book club for like five seconds and talk about this ranch dressing. <laughs>
0: Oh man, no! You can even do an just ad. She starts to uh, see it
1: as like a conspiracy, but like really, yeah. they're just like no. I was at my grocery store, and it was there. <laughs> it was there,
0: yeah. <laughs> but that would be great too. Is like like have the 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 wet episode where they go to the grocery store and it's all out, and she's she's you know now she's tracking down the actual product. That would actually be a better way of doing it than them looking for the actual farm. Everything. It it just it's one of those situations
1: in which. You know, you make it into this huge conspiracy, but the second you dig at all, you realize it's not at all. (laughs) Like even, even to the extent of, you know, it's like, it's, you know, that scene in uh, Gross Point Blank when John Cusack goes into the grocery or the, the store that took over his house and he's like, where? who are you who are you where's your manager how long have you been here what does you do you know what it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. It, it doesn't matter you know what I mean like he's say yeah. she's like grilling a stock boy like I was in my teens go like why is yeah. this here why is this not up high why you know and you start doing that like like why is this not at eye level why have you put that low you know what I mean like do that like play that game totally of the, and, and just be and the, and the guy's going I, I don't know I just I was told to put it here who told you who told you you know what I mean
0: yeah well, they did. Who's oh, <laughs> um I love it. Yeah, and I mean, sorry, I've totally, let, re- I'm I've totally no, won't. no, no, no. This is
1: well, the point, right? The point of the podcast. So
0: that was that was the that was the idea that I had. That is, there was a few pieces where I, I talked talked about like the print campaign and like a contesting right, thing, right. but it 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 didn't go beyond that. Hmm. Um, so yeah, and just to put things into context, this was probably the year before the ipad was announced okay so we had started getting used to iphones um but this was when we like it it was before too many cooks or any of those like really weird youtube videos i think it was like at the beginning of it um, we started seeing some kind of um interesting marketing happening on on youtube but it was still a fairly novel idea yeah i think i like to think Wow. Uh, but I mean, I wasn't like I wasn't inventing it. I was like, this is a place where we can make ads that people will actually watch. Yeah, for sure. If you're if you're looking for that target audience, that's where you want to be. And um, I mean, it was very different from what they were doing. But I thought, you know, that's what we're we're trying to do. We're trying to attract a new uh, customer. So let's do something very different and do something that's entertaining and yep. you know create some buzz. Um, or they but passed. yeah, I, well, yeah, um, they passed. They uh, they went. Oh, well, that's very different from what we've been doing. <laughs> I just just backed out of the office really slowly. <laughs> and then I just imagine them saying, "You know, when we said we wanted to try different things and do things differently so that we could get into the top spot, what we really meant was we want the things that we're doing to just work."
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: because they um, they decided not to go with this ad campaign and instead they put their money into financing the Calgary Stampede and their next set of ads were, I kid you not, a picnic table with a red and white checkered um, tablecloth over it hmm. and dishes of like salads and vegetables for dipping into ranch dressing.
1: Okay. And are they on the top shelf, or Have whatever? Have you heard of Secret Farm? Uh, I, <laughs> I got, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I haven't looked at a grocery store shelf in a, a few yeah. days now, so I, I really paint. And I don't eat ranch dressing. Like it's not something I go. Hmm, boy, I sure. Yeah, really like to I just don't know. Like, is it, it was it was it ranch thing. dressing or? It was ranch. Oh, the actual product was ranch dressing. Okay. Uh, so but yeah, no, I'm gonna say that their their version didn't win
0: uh, I mean I think it 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 did okay. I just don't think that they got any traction I'm and I'm not saying that my my idea would have 100% you know beaten out the competition um, but I do feel like it was um maybe a risk but definitely yeah. something in in the direction of doing something different to see what kind of results it has. Do, you, do you think it would have worked work
1: better if if this if the Mulder the female Mulder character was really just just clueless and like everything was out in the open so like even to the extent of like she's driving her and her partner down the highway and he's pointing at a sign two farms <laughs> yeah. and she just drives on past going I need to find the connection It <laughs> he just drives past
0: <laughs> totally totally. it um, needs to be
1: like it has to be in, in my mind it's, it's like you make everything really out in the open and you include everybody so like and when you're talking about yeah. now you would create like a billboard or something that someone could see and they could take a photo of themselves with it or like
0: you yeah. know oh yeah so, well, like, this is the farm, thing. where it's like, oh,
1: Mulder, or whomever, whatever the name, A- Amanda?
0: Andrea? What was the uh, name? Angela and Sean. Angela. Oh, Angela's so good.
1: Yeah. So, Angela, like, this Angela is skeptical about all of this stuff, but, you know, wait, Angela believes in all of this stuff.
0: Yeah. Sean and is Sean's skeptical. Skeptical. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I think you kind of hit on it. it when I think about that campaign, because I still do, I still think at times it's like you know that was for me one of the, one of the one of the first real fully formed pitches I did for right. a client, and I was pretty proud of it, and I think I've refined my my pitching skills, but the things that I um, was able to single out in what their needs were, right, what the, what the client's needs were, and what I felt um, sort of like consumers were looking for in advertising because, I mean, we, we will pay attention to, like, I mean, Super Bowl ads is, is the obvious sort of place to go. People will watch the Super Bowl just to see the crazy ads mm-hmm. that are there. And I've always said, well, well, why are they only doing those ads for Super Bowl? Like, I get it. They're expensive to make, but you can deliver the same effect in a cheaper package and that's what I felt this was like. This didn't need to be a massive blockbuster. It just needed to be good and it needed to be funny. Yeah. Um, but I definitely would do things differently. If I I, was, I think the issue is that
1: I think the issue is especially in advertising that that funny is. I mean, perhaps even like eight years ago when you're talking about that's about eight years ago, right? Yeah, about that. I think the thing is eight years ago. Even though we kind of think of ourselves as like world weary and oh advertising we weren't nearly as cynical as we were as we are now like now i am 100 percent cynical about every ad in which someone goes oh my god it touched my heart the grandfather the daughter oh my god you know what i mean like i just go fuck that i mean like like i I just i don't have the same like those 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 long distance ads before where it's like they just wanted to talk to their grandkids. You're like you're crying, and, <laughs> and now I'm just like fuck it. I don't I don't feel anything for those people, Pro- because I yeah. know because I know it's an emotion grab.
0: Yes, and we've gotten we've gotten pretty um, savvy about about the you know level of sophistication that goes into well we have
1: we have and that's i think that's the big difference is that we we have become so cynical and so savvy and and so well armed against that kind of like you're gonna take my heart and rip it in half and you know like i just it's very difficult and that's why that's why the funny ads to me are there's they're just a little bit better like did you see the one where it was like um the The old guy learning, I think it was learning English. He was learning English. He was like Dutch or something, and like the entire time, he like put like Post-it notes on his stuff and saying like lamp and you know table and all. Oh yeah. And then at the end, it yeah. was because it was because his son had like married a woman who wasn't German or Dutch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was yeah. like, oh, I shit you not. Like I was tearing up because like yeah. he could talk to his granddaughter. Like oh my god. Yeah. That was and then lovely. And it wasn't it wasn't one of those like shitty ads where you're like shut up.
0: That's just Well because <laughs> I mean it's just good storytelling, right? Like it's Yes. I think we've we've brought a level of sophistication to to ads that make them as good a story as a television show or a mm-hmm. film, mm-hmm. you know? Um but yeah, like when I think about the character Sean now, and you know where people have or where we've come to with cell phones and um, quote unquote millennials and yeah. that sort of thing, I'm like, oh, this this character, you know, there's a lot more to draw on because it, it, it would be interesting to um, to play on those. I mean, but that's all sur- surface level. Like what I liked about the the piece underneath it was this idea that uh, again Angela. Is looking for this thing. She's got to have it. She's got to find it. But it's a location, totally that's a stand-in for a product. Yep. A- and at the same time, the face of that product, which is the farmer, who at the end just always shows up and says, "It's just, just it's good ranch.
1: Just, it's just ranch." Yeah.
0: He's not. He's not saying we're the best. He's saying it's just. It's just tasty. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what it. We just make tasty ranch. It's up, it's up to a you simple to decide if it's, that we do. if it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you have the brand itself being humble, and then you have a character who is uh, essentially then also a stand-in for the the consumer, as being I got to have this, I got to find this. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, it, I think uh, the funny thing is I don't think I could have articulated that to the client back then because I just wasn't good enough as a as a um, pitch pitch uh, person pitch pitcher? pitch artist
1: pitch pitcher
0: pitcher. I yeah. wasn't the best pitcher.
1: But now, you, now you can. Now you can now I can, yeah. Yeah. Hires to fan Grambart <laughs> <laughs> <So anyways, Storyteller. laughs> that's, that's my that's
0: my story about secret farms ranch dressing. Yeah. It, and the uh, secret agents who never found it because um, they were never allowed to go looking for it.
1: Wow. Well. Oh well. Well, then I think well, uh, we might Actually, at the uh, the end of the episode, then
0: yeah,
1: I want to that thank was, you. That
0: was a good episode. I enjoyed that.
1: I did. Thank you. I Hugh. did too. Thank you, Stefan. So I am for braving
0: <laughs> for braving the fire. <laughs> you know, uh, we can't.
1: We could can drag this goodbye out.
0: No, I just wanted to thank you because I didn't. I didn't want you to burn to death.
1: No, I didn't. I I'm totally fine. I didn't brave any fire. I'm my my room is a little hot, but I can open the screen doors. <laughs> <laughs> i've closed all this shit because i'm like i don't you know i don't want to bother my family but you know my son is still awake he's reading a book and you know whatever. all right cool That's okay i am hugh elliott and i am
0: Stefan Grambart.
1: and this has been can't sell this thank you very much this episode of can't sell this was produced in toronto ontario canada all creative content contained in this episode is copyright Stefan Grambart and Hugh Elliott. Intro voice by Jeff Wright, recording engineer at Studio 306. Intro music track is Energy by Not Of from their 2015 album Peak. Questions or comments can be sent to admin at can'tsellthispodcast.com. Any other information can be found at can'tsellthispodcast.com.
0: you.